and gentlemen, all right, I'm back. I am back. Man, I tell you, I don't know what that was about. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I was just doing my uh, 1% with him show. And, uh, yeah, just out of nowhere, I out of nowhere, all of a sudden, the people that were listening, they all disappeared. Like, I was still recording. Apparently, I was still recording. She said I was still on the air. Everybody that was listening in, they all disappeared on me. I was like, that is really odd. It looked like a digital, you know, like it looked like a digital rapture. Like all of a sudden, poof, they were gone, like disappeared. I was like, what just happened? So I don't know what happened there, but uh, yeah, they, yeah, I, I couldn't even begin to explain it. But if you listen to that podcast, uh, which was Romans chapter 10, verses 1 through 21, just know that that podcast is going to end pretty abruptly because it stopped, I guess, apparently it stopped recording me. And it just ended, just ended out of nowhere. So I have no idea what that was about. Hopefully it doesn't do that anymore. I have a sneaky suspicion that the minute I went on my Podbean app on my phone to look up some statistics that I was reading off, I wonder if that had something to do with it. My sneaky suspicion is that probably may have had something to do with it. But nonetheless, here we are. So, like I said, I wanted to come back and I wanted to do a, a quick his hard line correction. Um, so, when I did I, a few several weeks back, I did a show uh, called "The Contempt of the Constitution," and it was the first law, first common law that had been written since 1861 in a de jure government, which basically means in a lawful government with a lawful continental congress and so we do in fact have a continental congress in place yes it is interim at the moment but before i get into a little bit further into that the correction i wanted to make so in that podcast show i was saying how it took 10 weeks to put together the contempt of the constitution when in reality, it actually took much, much longer than that. And the reason I can tell you this for fact is Destry, who is one of the uh, one of the men and women that wrote that, helped uh, author that. And it took much longer than 10 weeks, but that's not the correction. What I misread or misheard, I should say, was that the enactment with the public notice was 10 weeks in a row back to back. So after it was written, it took 10 weeks for the enactment to be placed out in public notice. And you had to do that for 10 weeks in a row. So like when an estate becomes an assembly, you know, they had to, they do a, you know, they, they, they got to put out public notice in the state paper and then on the national level, worldwide level. And typically you got to do it for a certain amount of weeks in a row either three or four weeks in a row back to back and then you wait for a rebuttal they did this one this enactment again first lawful you know first law put on the books since 1861 under a lawful government and that would be the contempt of the constitution and just another little side note to that Donald President Donald Trump wrote an executive order 
and I'm hoping I'm going to remember this correctly. It's, uh, I believe it's Executive Order 18275, which kind of works in tandem with the contempt of the Constitution, which basically allows anybody in the public or the public in general to participate in military tribunals when it comes to the trials against these sickos that committed crimes against humanity. And so it's not going to be solely on the military. See, you get a lot of voices out there that talk about how, oh, you know, they, they criticize it all the time, right? Because they always say, oh, you know, they, they criticize Q and stuff like that. And let me let me just be straight. Like, I found Q, but not to the point of worship, right? Like some people do out there. But let me, let me be very clear. So you often heard, you know, military is the only way. Well, yes and no. There is a purpose for the military. But you got to remember, back to the whole, trust the plan. We are the plan. Okay? There's a lot of components that are working in tandem with one another. But this executive order, 18275, allows the public and the military to work together in tandem when it comes to these crimes against uh, humanity. And also, at the same time, Trump also did another executive order. I want to say, if my research is correct, it was executive order 13818, maybe? can't remember. I was trying to look this up. But... Trump also did another executive order that anyone that was convicted of crimes against humanity would forfeit all they own. So, for example, Bill Gates and all that farmland that he purchased, for example, I wouldn't freak out too badly about that because he had to forfeit it with his crimes against humanity. I know it's hard to fathom right now, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's really hard to fathom. You want to see solid proof. You want to see these trials. But you got to remember, the media is not, even if we did get our wish list right and we saw these trials, right, we often heard these stories about how we're going to see everything get played out in about a week or two weeks while we were, you know, locked down in our home because the EBS alert would go off and that we would, you know, we would see all these trials take place on TV, right? We would see this on replay, right? Or not replay, but we would see all this happen. Like, I know you heard the same stuff that I did. The media is not going to play these trials. They're not going to air these trials. I mean, heck, you don't even see the just Lane Maxwell trial, right? Which was out in public view. They didn't have that. Um, they didn't have that televised. Yeah, I, I saw that, guys. Uh, glad to have you back. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to be distracted here, but this is kind of like a non, you know, we're just going to kind of go with it. It's going to be just a basic kind of conversation here. So, yeah, last podcast, like I was saying at the beginning of this show here, um, when I was doing the 1%, all of a sudden, all you guys, all the listeners, and a couple of them are straying back in here right now, but they all got kicked off like instantly. And I guess they had a hard time getting back on. I don't know what happened, but like I was saying to you earlier, I was like, it was like a digital, uh, it was like a digital rapture. Like all of a sudden, all these people were gone. I was like, what the heck just happened? So like I said, if, when you're listening to that podcast, which is um, uh, 1% with him, Romans chapter 10, 1 through 21, it's going to end abruptly. 
it's not going to have even the outro music. I thought about, you know, downloading it and then adding the outro music. But you know what? I'm just going to leave it as is. We got to the uh, important part, which was the reading. So it's you know, at that point, it was just kind of basic bantering and talking. But yeah, really, really weird. Just kicked all you guys out of there like a just, you know, like you were nothing. I was like, what just happened? So apparently it stopped me recording, even though it was showing I was on air damnedest thing ever see i guess that's what happens when you start talking about the devil and you start uh, telling him that you kicked him out of life basically and it's just him you know that's the only way he can you know he can you know <laughs> probably the only way he could show his power is through you know the digital side you know like, well, i'll show you jason zap there goes all your listeners it's like oh, that's all you got okay well have fun with that i can do this all day long we, we could play that game just stay out of my house you can stay on my computer you'll, you'll be stuck in there but anyway Destry, I'm glad you're here. Um, and so anyway, uh, what, so like I was saying, um, this is a correction for the contempt of the Constitution. So like I said, um, and I already said it already, but I'll say it one more time. It didn't take 10 weeks for the contempt of the Constitution to be put together. It, The enactment of it, when it went public, took 10 weeks when it was put out on notice. And so um, and Destry, like I said, was one of the, one of the people that authored that. And I believe... Correct me if I'm wrong, Destry. I know you're at work, so I don't mean to bother you. Um, it, so it uh, it was the first. It's the first common law, the first law, common you know law under common law since 1861. Is that correct? If I'm if I'm not mistaken, yes. Okay. So yeah, that is the first law put on the books under common law, the de jure republic. You know, a lawful government. And again, like I said, even though we're in interim status. It is the first and a very important law at that because it does not have a statute of limitations on it. So when people get convicted of crimes against humanity, let's just say uh, Joe Blow, I'm not going to mention specific names, but let's just say he's been clean for the last five, eight years, whatever. But yet he committed crimes against humanity maybe 20 years ago. Well, there's record of that. Believe you me, you don't think there's no record of that? There's record of that. So the beautiful thing about the contempt of the Constitution, there's no there's no statute of limitations. If you commit a crime against humanity, whether if that was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or 30 days ago, you're going down. And like I said, that other executive order, outside of the executive order 18275, which allows the public to work in tandem with the military during tribunals, Trump also signed another, like I said, I'm going to just repeat myself, in another executive order that anybody that was convicted of crimes against humanity would forfeit all that they own. And so Bill Gates, for example, all the farmland that he owns is forfeited. It's 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 he doesn't own it. So people can stop freaking out about that. So that's just pretty much the correction. And. Um, and yes, yeah, so Destry also put on here, there is no statute of limitations on fraud. So. I know, like I said, before people started coming back on the chat here, I know you guys all want to see tribunals happen on the TV, but you got to remember the media, even if we did get what we wanted in the military and the people in the public that is working with the military said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll air this. Do you really think the TV networks and the news stations would really air this? Absolutely not. Cause you got to remember, guess what? Those people are in on it too. They're going down as well. They're not going to air that. They're all going down and all that's left are just rogue elements within all the big cats are down. All the big dogs are down. They're just going after all the little, you know, coyotes and the little, the little pups now. All right. And so, um, 
and 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 so Fred actually put a comment on here. Let's give it back to those. Let's give it all back to those who have been vax injured, trafficked, just to name a few. And listen, it's especially those who have been trafficked. And I mean, we've all have been usurped. Let's just put it that way. We've all to some varying degree, and obviously some more than others, for sure, especially those that are trafficked. But like Donald Trump said, you know, when you steal the diamonds, right, when you steal diamonds and you get caught, the diamonds have to get returned back to the people. Well, we are going to get back what has been pilfered and taken away from us all these years. Not just people that were trafficked, not just people that were vax injured, not just people that, you know, we, everyone. Because we've all been a victim to this system. So um, so that's that. So that's the correction. That is the correction. Now, what I wanted to expand a little bit further, um, I saw, I can't remember if it was an email or a comment. I think it was a comment on Podbean, and I'm afraid to pull it up on my phone because I think that was part and parcel why it kicked everybody off. I went on Podbean on my phone, and I wonder if it got confused because it didn't know which account to pull from. And I think that had probably, now that I think about it, had something to do with it. But um, what I wanted to also add was, uh, it, it is rude. You're absolutely right, Fred. It is very rude. Rude Podbean. I, I actually I don't want to say too much. I mean, they kicked off X-22. I don't want to be next. Then again, I'm not big enough to be next, and, and I don't want to be big enough to be next. <laughs> um, what was I going to say, though? So here's the next thing I also wanted to say, because this is very, very important, and I'm probably going to do another message like this by itself, but I'm going to just kind of uh, put it together and lump it in all in one. We need more people involved in the National Assembly. When people look at that, they think, man, I just don't have that kind of time, Jason. It sounds like a lot of what you talk about sounds like there's going to be a lot of work involved. Well, yes and no. Yes, if you accept nominations for positions that require of you know uh, being voted in or appointed to. But here's the thing, and we're going to keep this simple. Industry, chime in. If there's something you have on your mind, I can put it out there for you know on the airways here. But here's what we're gonna, what I'm gonna tell you. It doesn't matter first off what state you're in, or what county you're in. Doesn't matter the status of your state. Doesn't matter if it's you know fully assembled and settled, okay, or whatever. Get involved, and it's very simple. Um, and and Destry, I think the, the reason I was calling you earlier, by the way, I don't mean to have a separate conversation on the air here, but I was just wondering if I could actually read the JCO. I wasn't sure if that was a no-no or if I'm allowed to read that because it kind of will lead into what I was going to talk about. Let me scroll down here. He says yes. Okay. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Now, a JCO is a Jural Covenant of Office. Okay. I'm going to read it. Um. I'm just pulling out my paperwork here. Bear with me. Um, working it out here in California, when people are personally experiencing pain, they finally wake up and look for something to fight for freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think people have seen enough. That's why I did that episode the other night. What's it going to take? I don't think people has felt enough pain yet because, man, I sure saw a lot of boats and campers going up north. So I know people have no problem paying $520, you know, $5, you know, $510, $520, you know, a gallon for gas. So people aren't feeling it that bad. All right. 
So when you become a member of the assembly, first off, you need to know, we do not call it papering up. I need to be clear. We do not call this papering up. That is a J that's an AVR term. That is something that is completely different. We are not doing status corrections. It has nothing to do with status corrections. It has nothing to do with any of that. Okay. So let's be clear on that. Now the JCO is based on the 1638 Connecticut colony fundamental orders. If you don't know what that is, you can go on national-assembly.net. You click in the forum link, forums and blogs, click forum. There's a search bar. It'll take you to another window. It'll, there's a search bar and you could click 1638. If you type in 1638 in there, it, uh, oh, it's, oh, it's an internal assembly document only. Ah, my correct, my apologies, my correction. I thought maybe that was something that was open, but. Basically, the JCO is based on the 1638 Connecticut Colony Fundamental Orders. Now, when you become a member, you can certainly accept nominations for different positions like a Secretary of State on the national level or um, Recording Secretary or a bailiff or um, there's so many different positions, but that are lawfully within the government, a de jure government, the lawful government. Now, at bare minimum, when you become a member, this is all that would be required, okay? And, and again, Destry, chime in if I'm missing something here, but this is all that would be required. Just self-educate yourself. Tune in to a conference call or two once in a while. If you can't do it weekly, okay. I know sometimes I can't make it weekly. We all have busy schedules. I get it. But try to tune in on your state's call. And if it doesn't have a state call yet, at least the national call on Thursdays at 9 p.m., which is tonight, by the way. And there's, yes, the number is on national-assembly.net. You click on the conference call tab and you can find it. You can ask questions when we get to the education portion of the, of the call. Okay, so that's number one. Just self-educate. Read some of the documents that are on the National Assembly, um, Eastern Time Zone, by the way, Fred, um, 9 p.m. Eastern. Good good question. Um, so you, you self-educate a little bit. Start digging into some of the documents. I suggest starting maybe with, I don't know, the Bill of Rights, the um, Constitution, the uh, Declaration of Independence. And then you, you start going, so you could find all this stuff in the forums, okay? And it's categorized in different sections like historical documents, state historical documents, um, founding documents. You know, there's, it's broken down into different sections. Just start clicking in links and just start looking at PDFs and just start reading. And sometimes some of the stuff might blow over your head. It does for me on some things. And then some things will just click. But just start reading. Just start poking around. All right. Discover. So that's number one. That's the biggest requirement. If you can just poke around and discover and do a little bit of reading, that's number one. The other th second part of this is, is very simple and it's very passive until it's not passive, of course. Just be available because part of the Jural Covenant of Office is making yourself available to be, you're basically making yourself available with 
in a pool of other jurists. So when crimes against humanity happen, you know what, Destry? Good call. I'm just going to read this. Yeah, he says, read the JCO. Shut up, Jason. <laughs> Out loud. You got it. All right, here we go. And this will probably make better sense. So here it is, the JCO, the Jural Covenant of Office. So this one's from Michigan. Now it says, with right hand raised in front of three live witnesses in Jural Assembly, by your own words, pledge the following for Jural Covenant. I declare my unalienable rights are held by indigenous power in one people assembly in this free and independent state with a firm reliance on divine providence. I will support, protect, and defend the natural God-given rights and liberty of the people of the free and independent state, Michigan. I am sentient and of free will, and by this covenant, I agree to accept and serve as a jurist serving Michigan, a free and independent state. I, Jason, and of course it has my middle and last name, I'm not going to say that, do solemnly pledge by Gerald Covenant to serve with, and then my county, settlement, lawfully settled within the geographical boundary of Michigan, a free and independent state. I will delegate power from unalienable rights held by indigenous power. If appointed or elected to any office serving the people in Michigan, a free and independent state, and I accept such calling, I will faithfully serve this office. I will uphold, support, preserve, protect, and defend my local county settlement covenant, covenant of Michigan, a free and independent state, Declaration of Independence, July 4, 1776, and the Constitution, 1789, and the Bill of Rights, circa 1791. I will perform and fulfill all jural duties and administer the laws of this free and independent state with respect to its people, faithfully, impartially, peacefully, honorably, and never contrary to the law of Almighty God, presenting no one through envy, hatred, malice, covetedness, or ill will, and leaving no one unrepresented because of fear, favor, affection, reward, or enticements. Investigating without restraint all matters of knowledge or which have been brought forth unto me in such impartial capacity, keeping all such counsel and deliberations at all times secret for protection of the people. I solemnly affirm to do all of this to do the best of my ability and understanding as a sacred covenant between me and the people I am about to serve, local to this free and independent state, and the Almighty Creator, so help me God. And then underneath that paragraph, it says, Appalachian autograph, may heaven and earth be one eternal witness this day affirmed and autographed, not signed by the way, autographed by Appalachian in grace centered in Almighty God by, and then there's a few lines here. So where I sign it and date it, and I signed and dated this October 17th, 2021. And then you obviously print your Appalachian, which is basically more or less your name and then your address and your phone number and so on and so forth. And then you have three witnesses and it doesn't have to be three witnesses in the assembly. Mine happened to be. 
my mom, when she got involved with her Florida assembly, because there is nobody else in her county, she just needed three witnesses of living life blood, okay? A man or a woman, doesn't matter who they are, whether they're in the assembly or not, three witnesses. And if I'm not mistaken, that's actually stronger than anybody that would have a, uh, a notary, if I'm not mistaken improperly here. And so you get three witnesses, they sign and date it, and then it's stamped as a certified true copy. And then you get issued what's called your uh, a JCO number, okay? And then it gets filed with the state. And so you keep a copy at all times with you, a copy. The real, um, the real, the, the originals get put into a very safe location, fireproof safe, anything you got that's fireproof, along with another copy. But yeah, you keep a copy of this JCO with you. And then there's two other documents that we also sign. One of them is the Declaration of Unalienable Rights Held by Indigenous Power. And then the other one is Declaration of Independence circa 2010, which is in accord with the 1776 Unanimous Declaration of Independence. I will do a separate show once. Uh, I'm assuming this would probably be okay to read on the air too, but before, I'm not going to do it right now. But the biggest thing was the, the JCO. So I might do a separate show just to um, just to to really pound in here. Let's see. Destry says, members keep original assembly records keeper gets copy. Yes, correct. So yeah, the member keeps the original, but you also should keep a copy of these um, color copy, by the way, too, because color is very important because everything is done in blue. And we'll get into that in a different show, too. There's so much you guys should learn or need to learn. And I'm still learning myself, but it, there really is a big uh, relevance to color of ink when you put together documents. What blue is supposed to do and represent um, black Obviously, kind of, kind of goes without saying. Represents death that you're a dead entity or a dead person. Um, there's different meanings and reasons for using purple, I believe, and red and green. I can't remember, but we we're gonna get into that in a different show. Um, but I'm gonna do a separate show that goes. I'm gonna read the JCO in a different show again. And of course, as long as everything's kosher, I'm pretty sure it shouldn't be a problem. I'm gonna read these other two documents that we sign and that we keep with us. But that's basically in a nutshell is all that's required. Be available to be called from a pool of jurists. So when crimes, when, when trials happen, it's no different than now when you get called, you know, to do jury duty. It's the same thing, except you're doing it for a lawful government against tyrants and evil people that have committed serious, heinous crimes against humanity. And I believe if I'm not mistaken correctly, Destry, you might be able to correct me on this. What is it? When you get picked, it's 40 days, right? Before they, they cycle out new jurists, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, and I could have that number wrong. Um, again, there's so much information that I've been reading and trying to retain. It's kind of hard to remember a lot of this stuff, but basically that's all it is. Self-educate yourself. Oh, next election cycle. That's what it is. You just self-educate yourself and be available as a jurist to be called on, you know, when time comes. That's it. All right. That's it. We need the numbers right now at this point in time because things are getting so close. We are at that point where there's going to be some very big things happening at the end of the year. And when I say the end of the year, not December, but like, you know, toward the end of the year where we could see possibly 
a state come out of interim status? Maybe, maybe. So, but the thing is we need, you people have to participate. This can't happen without participation of we, the people. No more riding on coattails. I've said this time and time and again. I'm going to keep pounding on this. We got in this place in history at this very present time for one reason, two reasons, actually. One, we gave consent. Whether if you like it or not, we technically gave consent to this corporate government since 1871 to basically run the show allowing them to deceive us that they had our best interest at heart. Meanwhile, in the background, like the Wizard of Oz, was they had something else going on, serving their own self-interest. And meanwhile, we've been getting screwed. I don't think people have felt the pain enough or felt screwed enough, forgive my verbiage for that. I know it sounds bad, but I don't think people have felt the pain enough and I'm not advocating for pain because the pain sucks. I'm feeling the pain. And I know I'm going to feel more pain myself. I'm not exempt. But I don't think the general public at large yet has really felt it yet before that can prompt them to actual action in their local and state level. Get involved. Take accountability. Take ownership of your country, of your state, of your county, of your community. Take ownership of your life. We are entering into an age of accountability now. I don't know about any of you out there, but I'm pissed with where things have gone. I am pissed beyond belief because this is not the world that I thought I would ever be living in. Quite frankly, I look at the people that are asleep and I'm kind of in a way and I'm just being transparent, a little envious of them because it's like, boy, it must be nice to be ignorant and blind. But at the same time, because, you know, they just go on their merry little way, not knowing what the hell is going on. And sometimes it feels like a, you know, like you're, you're, you're moonlighting. It feels like you have two full-time jobs because you're trying to serve God's people while at the same time actually doing your regular full-time job. And sometimes it's exhausting. But listen, if you're going to be in assembly, it doesn't have to be a full-time job. Just self-educate yourself. And just participate. Just participate in, 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 in a conference call or two. Learn. All we need is the numbers. We need people now more than ever to get involved. You don't have to do a whole lot, but we need the numbers because if we're ever going to come out of this as a nation, as we the people, more people have to get involved. I'm going to keep diverting back to what General Flynn keeps saying. Local action equals national impact. Do you want national impact? Do you want the federal government to stop putting their boots on your neck? Because again, like I said earlier in a different show a day or two ago, what's it going to take when they evict you from your house because you can't afford to pay for a gallon of milk, much less a gallon of gas? Is it going to take you not being able to fill up your car with gas? 
I got news for you. I'm not, again, I, I will never say where I work. But I'm going to tell you right now, even though the news is fake, that whole thing about fuel shortages and that whole crap that's happening with all that, that's a real thing. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to tell you how I know and who I work for or any of that. But I'm going to tell you right now, the oil company, we're going to call it XYZ, LMNOP Corporation. I'm telling you right now. We have come close in certain locations here in the Midwest where we've almost gotten down to about two days supply. That's not a lot. Out in other parts of the country, in the East Coast, you know, where it's really heavily, densely populated. And I've seen videos of this too. Loves truck stops not getting diesel. Trucks lined up on a highway, almost running out. I'm telling you right now, all this is a real thing. You think it's not? What's it going to take when you, when you run out of fuel completely or when your utilities shut off in your house because they can't supply natural gas or electric to your house? And then those of you that are driving freaking Tesla cars, you can't drive down the highway because now you're going to need some tow truck with a generator attached behind it, ran by gas, by the way, to charge your little freaking electric car up. Or is it going to take for, um, what else is it going to take? Is it going to take for deodorant to run out? I mean, tampons are already hard to find. I know because I was scouring the stores and Sam's Club and all that for my wife because they're completely sold out in our area. Good luck finding them. I told my wife, I said, man, I'm glad we stocked up on these way back when before this was even a thing because we stocked up way back when, when, you know, stocking up. I mean, shoot, we still got a ton of toilet paper and paper towels and all this stuff, but hey, that's cool. I'm like, man, I'm like, we can actually make a really good solid market out of this when everything goes to hell and we're in a Mad Max world. We can sell these tampons like 15 bucks a stick. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that, but we're stocked. But again, I, I digress. What, what's it going to take when you run out of deodorant and you can't put on deodorant or, or when you can't buy bottled water or when your bank account cards shut down? You don't think that can't happen? Look at Canada. It happened to them. And those people made a run on the banks. What's it going to take? And like Destry was saying, we must create the world we want our children to inherit. Amen to that. Don't do this for you. Do this for the future generations. Look, I have a five-year-old that's going to be six. And and um, I don't want to mention anything else. My wife will kill me. People probably read between the lines on that one. At the end of the day, though, there's a future that I am working to uphold and protect. I don't do this podcast for a future, you know, for, for, uh, for, for profit. Now, if it ever comes out to being like that, where, you know, maybe I can advertise or sell, you know, t-shirts on here. Awesome. But that's not my main goal. You know what the payoff for me here by doing this podcast, I don't care if it grows to being Joe Rogan size podcast. You know what the payoff is for me? I'll tell you what the payoff is for me. A free nation where we don't have tyrants in anymore, where we don't have evil dictators running our lives, pilfering our pockets. Because I'm going to tell you right now, with the amount of money we're going to save on unconstitutional taxes and the robbery that's happened on us since, you know, the last, since basically 1913, I'm going to tell you right now, that right there, we will have such, we will have such an abundant and prosperous life going forward. That's my payoff. In case any of you out there are wondering. But also my payoff is this. I get to serve God's people. I get to serve a greater purpose in my life than just being a truck driver. That's why I'm here for you guys. I'm serving you. 
I'm serving my family. I'm serving this nation to the best of my ability. I never served in the military. This is the best way I know how to serve my country. And for those of you out there that did serve in the military, I salute you. Thank you for your service. I think Raccoon 6 is one of them, if I'm not mistaken correctly, from an email him and I exchanged. Thank you all for your service out there who listens to this on the download down later on. But back to what I was originally saying. It doesn't take much effort. Just self-educate, listen in on a couple conference calls, learn what you can, and just be available as a jurist. That's it. Just be available. Doesn't take much more than that. We need the numbers because if we're ever going to move this nation forward and, a, and come out of interim status and, and, and finally get out of this interregnum that we're in, which is basically a transition from an old style of government, a.k.a. the de facto corporation, to the new style of government, which is the de jure lawful Republican form of government. If that's going to happen, if that transition is going to complete, we need more people actively involved. It doesn't take a lot. If you have to, sit in on your county or state meeting for a couple few weeks or a month. Vet us. I vetted for a couple months. But we're reaching a point now where I'm not going to say it's going to be too late because I don't believe it'll be too late. However, we're reaching at a very critical point in time where we need the numbers more than ever right now before leading, you know, leading up to these midterm elections. I'm going to tell you right now, things are going to come to a head toward the end of the year. Don't ask me what I know. Don't ask me how I know it. And this isn't just coming from one source. These are coming from two different sources, actually, completely unrelated from one another. One of them says toward the end of the year. One of them says maybe sooner than that. But one way or another, we got some crazy, turbulent times coming our way. And uh, a good a godhead or a bad, oh good <laughs> is that a good head or a bad head? Um, a little bit of both. Like it'll be if you're, it'll be a little bit of both. It'll be bad at first, but it, it'll get squashed fairly quickly. When I say fairly quickly, it's not something that's going to be going on for months, right? Like we saw, you know, the burning down of America in 2020. It won't be anything like that. But yeah, God is with us, okay? But at the end of the day, it's just we got a lot going on, both in the foreground and the background, and the two going hand in hand. And like Destry just said, it boils down to this. Either we assemble, I'm glad he, I'm so glad you put this out there. It boils down to this. Either we assemble or we have a boot on our face for the next several hundred years. And that's basically all it, there is to it. That's it. That's really all it boils down to. So. The website, www.national-assembly.com. Here's your call to action. And then we're going to end it here. I think I've jabbered on enough unless Destry's got something else. But while he thinks, um, go to the website. Here's your call to action. www.national-assembly.net. If you want to know what's going on in your state, you have questions, join us on the conference call, the national conference call at 9 p.m. We start off with business stuff, but it doesn't go very long. And then we transition to the education portion where you could ask questions 
um, if, if, you know, if, if you need to or want to. But if you want to know what's going on, particularly in your store, state, feel free to email me at, um, at Eastern Time, by the way. Yes, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also email me. And Destry and I have been kind of doing this kind of working in tandem together, more so him. So I like people have been emailing me about having an interest of joining their assembly. So here's how the basic process goes. Somebody hears a show and they like what they hear and they want to be involved. So they'll email me either at jmjdirect at hishardline.com or if you want a quicker response because it goes directly to my phone, jmjdirect at protonmail.com. Type the state in the subject line and then in the body just say, hey, I've listened to your podcast. I'm interested in in the assembly. And then what we will do is I will add Destry to an email, you know, to the email, and I will I will I will respond to your email and add him on as well. And then what he will do at that point is forward you to whoever your um, your uh, coordinator or recording secretary is in your state, and we'll get you in contact with the correct individuals. So then they can answer questions going forward and let you know, okay, here's what's going on in your county. Here's what's going on in our state. And then they'll take it from there. And if you have any other questions, you can feel free to email us, okay? I, if I don't respond right away, my apologies, because we do get a lot of emails. Um, but if you do have questions um, outside of, you know, who you're going to be in contact with in your state, feel free to email me. I'll do my best to answer them, Okay. Um, and so that's basically the basic process. And then when you decide you want to join, all you have to do is, you know, make it to a meeting if there are meetings going on nearby you. And then that's when you would, you know, do your documents, your JCO, and then your Declaration of Independence circa 2001, which again is in accord with 1776 unanimous Declaration of Independence. And then you sign and get witnesses signing, of course, the Declaration of unalienable rights held by indigenous people or indigenous power for your, of course, your state. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, um, and that's all, that's all there is to it. Now, if you don't have any meetings, okay. Like for my mom, for example, she's in Florida, she's in a County all by herself and everybody else in Florida is a big state, not like Texas, but Florida is a big state. I mean, you drive North to South, it takes you seven hours. And so she doesn't have anybody that's doing county meetings yet in her county. But what she ended up doing, again, just three witnesses. Doesn't matter who they are, as long as they are alive, living lifeblood given by God. Three witnesses. So the, the paperwork can be sent to you by your state coordinator. They can be emailed to you. And then you sign them, you read them, obviously. And then if you have questions, you ask your questions. And then when you are ready, you sign them in, in, in front of three witnesses. And um, and then, yeah, and then you, you send the originals. Or excuse me, you make copies. You send the copies to the state. You keep the originals and make a couple extra copies for yourself. And again, you protect them in a fireproof safe. And so that's really all there is to it. I don't want to make it seem that simple, but it really is that simple. And just be available as a jurist. And most importantly, self-educate. Don't, don't listen to the news either. They're lying to you. Mostly. 
99% of the time. So that's all I have. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to repeat what Destry said before we close this out boils down to this. We either assemble or we have a boot on our face for the next several hundred years. And that is it. And then, yeah. And tomorrow morning I will have Donna on at 8 a.m. Eastern time for his hardline discussion. She is going to be another individual who is going to be very pivotal in all of this. Believe it or not, again, can't speak on any of that really, but she's going to be an important person in history, just like Destry, just like other people in the assembly who have played a very important role in all of this. And I am honored to say that I am so happy to know these individuals. I'm very honored to be working with these individuals because we are working towards something that's much greater than us. This is about the future of our nation and the world really at large because the rest of the world is watching our country. We can't let them down. Get involved. That's all I got. Have a blessed night. Thank you.